Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Okay, welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail, and today we're talking about options. Now, until now, we've dealt with the more basic of financial vehicles, stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, bonds, great stuff. You can make good money doing that. But now we're going to talk about something which is, to my mind, at least a lot more interesting. Um, I personally use these in my in my day-to-day investing activity. And if you have the time to learn it well and to practice, it can be very profitable. But if you're not careful enough, you can lose everything. So you got to be really careful with these. Now, stock options are one of the most misunderstood trading, investment, hedging vehicles in existence. Now, the strategies around them, about combining them, you can build them up into these complex strategies that have some fun names like the bull put spread, you have the jade lizard, you have the broken wing butterfly. The underlying vehicle of what an option is is actually quite, uh, quite basic. Basically, there's two kinds of options. There's calls and there's puts. A call is where two parties write a contract, one person pays the other one money, and the other one writes them a contract saying, I promise that if the stock goes above a certain price, I will sell you shares at, at the lower, at this price that we're agreeing to now. And a put is the opposite. It's where one person gives the other one money, and in exchange, the receiver of the money gives the other person a contract saying, if the stock goes below a certain price, I promise you I will obligate myself to buy the shares at the agreed upon price. So essentially each contract is obligating the seller of the contract or the writer of the contract to to either sell shares below market or to buy shares above market. And if the contract is exercised, the, the, the writer of the contract loses out. If the contract is not exercised, then the then the writer of the contract wins. He gets to keep that premium at no cost. And usually, and every every option traded on the open market has an expiration date. It has to happen by a certain time. No one's going to say if it goes stock goes above a certain price at any time in the future that I, I promise to buy it from you at a lower price. I promise to sell it to you at a lower price. No one's going to do that. They all have expiration dates. So let, let's play out an example here. Back on August thirteenth. Google was trading at $2,760 a share. Oh, and I forgot to mention, option contracts are written against 100 shares at a time. So if you see pricing on an option for $2 and you try to buy it, you'll see that you're being charged $200 because it's, it's active against 200 shares. So again, let's say Google's trading at $2,760 a share as it was on August 13th. And if you happen to own 100 shares of Google, so... You now can sell a call. You can write a call, which means you'll receive money today. And you obligate yourself to, to sell someone your shares of Google at a certain price by a certain date. So based on the option chains, based on the different contracts and options that were out there available that day, 
there was a call available that was trading at $55 for $2,800, which means if Google reached by September 24th, that was a date, 42 days out, if Google were to rise to $2,800 and a $40 rise, so the person selling that contract would have to sell his shares to the buyer of that contract for $2,800. Now, if it hits $2,800, it's not such a loss. He's selling it at market. If it goes above $2,800, so let's say it's at $2,810, so you have to sell your shares at $2,800 and you lose $10 in the sale. Now, again, that's not so bad because you made $55 for each share. You collected $5,500 when you wrote that call which means you're making $55 per share just when you wrote that call. So you would need the stock as, as the writer of the contract, as the seller of the contract, as the owner of the shares, you would need the stock to hit 28.55 in order to lose money. Google would need to rise $95 in order for you to lose money or to lose on the deal, meaning to have not realized certain gains. On the flip side, the buyer of the contract needs Google to rise $95, just under 4% in this 42 days, in order to not lose money on this trade. So that's the basic dynamics of, a, of an options contract. Next time we're going to get into the motivation for why each one is doing this, the risk and reward of the two sides that hopefully um, concretize the the entire transaction of writing a, a call option. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments. Music.